Hey guys, welcome back to a very special episode of Video Game Mythos, and this is a this is a special episode for me. I need to I need to stress just how heartfelt this moment is for me because as very first on Video Game Mythos, I'm kind of tipsy. So it's that wine, and I have Roger here with me, and yeah, it was that wine. You had a lot of wine Roger too. and his his wife showed up to the studio, and they're like, "Hey, uh, do you want to get drunk?" And I was like. Nah, and they're like, too bad. And they just like taped me down to the chair and force fed me wine. It was actually kind of weird, but I found myself into it. And I have to have a conversation with Brittany about how we need to restructure our relationship <laughs> based around the fact that I'm a kink now. So, well, the, <laughs> to be fair, that first glass of wine, you literally like inhaled it. I, you tipped it up, I did and it not was gone. snort it per se, but I did inhale it. It was Figuratively very good. inhaled it. It was very good. Anyway, uh, my uh, drinking problems aside, uh, thank you, Roger, for joining me this week on Video Game Mythos. I brought Roger back with me because Roger and I have a very, I would say, we're very copacetic when it comes to video games. A lot of the stuff that we like lines up pretty evenly. And usually if I don't like something that Roger's into, it's because I'm usually just full of prejudice and just refuse to try it. Normally, if, I, if he gives me a shot, I try it. I actually really like it. So thank you, Roger, for joining me here again. I'm well. sorry for everyone listening. I have a bit of a cough. And he's tipsy. <laughs> yeah, I think that's actually contributing a little bit to the cough. So we're doing something a little bit different today. And this, on Video Game Mythos, as you all know, we normally tackle things like backstories and myths and legends and video game uh, history and things like that, usually in relation to one character or a race of, in, in a video game or uh, a story of some type. But today we're going to do something a little different. Today we're actually going to tackle something from the Legend of Zelda series. We are. And this one in particular, Roger, why don't you tell us what we're going to talk about today? Well, first of all, this is kind of a prelude for us because Michael and I have been talking for several months about a mini series we're going to do. Think of it as a Guru's Gaming Cross video game mythos series where we're going to do a retrospective on the entire Legend of Zelda series. And this kind of is going to serve it as a preview of that. But when we do that, we're going to look at each individual title. But today we're going to talk about Lonk. I mean, Lonk. like, we're Lonk. Lonk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we just recorded gurus, so the humor is still here for me. Uh, so we're going to talk about Link. And more importantly, we're going to talk about why Link... Is, I'm sorry, is it, are we allowed to use foul language on this podcast? Hell yeah. We're going to talk about why Link is a fucking asshole. Yeah, he's a dick. He's kind of a dick. Now, I will say this. We kind of pulled this article straight from Kotaku, uh, just for referential points. But a lot of the stuff we actually talked about beforehand. So... I have some notes and things like that. We're just going to kind of take this and we're going to kind of jump right into it. But before we do, I want to talk about, like we do on every other show, other shows in our network. First of all, 
Roger, why don't you tell us and all of our listeners about Gurus of Gaming? So Gurus of Gaming is a news-centric, recently become a news-centric video game podcast. Uh, that is a weekly show that launches every Monday on your favorite podcast provider, produced by 13 Palm Trees Podcast Productions. Uh, that stars myself as the host and moderator, and more importantly, my amazing co-hosts, Michael Bonner, Ryan Turner, Kelsey Bowen, um, Josh Fonsby, who is uh, unfortunately leaving the show soon. Um, heard it first here, folks. Yeah, heard, heard it here first. He's got. He's uh, going to be pursuing some new uh, pursuits. Professional ventures. Professional ventures. There we go. And then we also uh, have uh, some guests occasionally. Uh, the one and only Hunter Guire. The... Uh, comedic Josiah Jones. Uh, we have good old Justin Robinson who sponsors the show with his company. So um, I will say this. One of the things I love about Gurus of Gaming, and this is actually, if you don't listen to Gurus, this is actually my favorite reason the Gurus of Gaming exists. I am a 29-year-old man with uh, four kids. I have a 50-hour week job. I have a side business. I do not have time to keep up on gaming news. I don't have time to go out there and grab it and do it all. Roger was nice enough to bring out this podcast that actually takes everything that you want to know that happened in the last week of gaming and shoves it into a short, like 40 minute segment right in the middle of the episode. So the episodes normally run about an hour and you get all you need to know about gaming right in the middle of it. So Gurus of Gaming is a fantastic uh, avenue to get your news. It's also hilarious. There's games. There's all kinds of different tropes in it. It's great. And so. I'm able to do this because I, I don't have four kids. I got a wife and a cat. <laughs> and your wife seems pretty cool. She's, She's sitting cool right lady. over there. Hey, Letitia. She sponsored Gurus of Gaming t-shirts, which are available now. Yes, those are pretty nice. They make me not look fat like I am. So um, They probably don't have that same effect <laughs> on me. <laughs> Doubt it. Wait till you try one on. Hmm. Maybe you'll look just as good as I do, which Maybe. isn't good, so don't wish for that. So uh, anyway, other shows on our network, obviously we have D&D Kinda. Uh, it's a D&D uh, real play adventure written by yours truly. And everyone just tries to mess up everything that I do. So you should try and listen to it. It's a great time. Even if you don't like D&D, I can promise you'll, you'll like the show. Another show we have on our network, Wasted Local Talent. If you're from the West Virginia area, it's a great show because it showcases talent businesses, bands, artists, artisans, events, uh, sponsored things happening in West Virginia. Uh, Jed, Daniel, Cicely, and Chris all get together, talk about those, put them on the map. It's great. It's free promotion for those guys. We love it. It's awesome. It's one of the best shows on our network. So feel free to check all those out. We appreciate the time and effort everyone puts in to listen to all of our shows. So without further ado, let's get into this. Let's talk about 10 reasons why uh, Link from Zelda is actually kind of a dick. Roger, do you want to kick us off here? I do want to kick us off here. So first of all, he abuses animals. So I could just read these paragraphs, but I'm not gonna. I want to point just the most obvious thing out. Cuckoos. I believe, I believe that's the correct pronunciation. Cuckoos, cuckoos. I, the, I mean, I don't really know. The Who chicken, knows? The chickens in the Zelda universe. So everybody in the Zelda games, I don't know what's so alluring about it, but I do it too. You just Every once in a while, you'd feel like beating the, the hell out of those cuckoos, <laughs> okay? Just sometimes you want to go just bam, 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 bam with your sword. Just whack it over and over again. I mean, to that point, though, I mean, sure, he abuses animals, but cuckoos or cuckoos, whatever you call them, they fight back. They dude. do fight back after a while. And it's not just, they, they're they like the hardest thing in the Zelda games. 
My favorite Zelda YouTube video ever was, and they failed at it miserably, was these guys who spent uh, hours trying to carry a, a cucko up to the top of uh, Death Mountain and throw it into the volcano. I don't know if you've seen that video. I have to send it to you. It's like, it's like a five-minute long not. video That's awesome. of their misadventures of trying to get the cucko into the volcano, and they failed miserably several times trying to get it up there. But anyways, uh, yeah, he those cuckoos never did anything wrong. Yeah. Until Link attacked them. Yeah, and Epona, he smacks Epona with a whip, which is common for horses, mm. but guess what? It's still uh, widely considered to be animal abuse. This is very true. The Hemlock King from Wind Waker, this is the giant bird doing its thing. Well, the Deku Scrubs. The Deku Scrubs are trying on the shop, and he just reflecting those uh, Deku nuts back at him when they fire him out. Yeah, I mean, every I mean, They animal. felt threatened. That's why they you know, fired those at him. They Rightfully felt so, because they know he's an animal abuser. What a dick. Yeah. What a what a dick. Every it's like whenever the gods of Hyrule, the Triforce gods, Din and Nehru and uh, Ferrora chose the hero of courage or the person who would take the Triforce of courage are like he's got to be courageous but he's got to be a fucking asshole. So, he's an animal abuser. What else is he? He is a serial procrastinator Who and i don't mean that he waits to eat his lucky charms in the morning i mean that historically throughout time he always is procrastinating so the legend of zelda series is known for having some pretty high stakes and we're talking like the fate of hyrule like everyone's gonna die or everything's gonna change or something is just massively so important that i mean realistically you have to take the time i mean if someone was like hey roger the world is going to end unless you do this you would go and do that right no absolutely not i'd play a mini game where i open chests for a certain amount of rupees no uh, heart piece you wouldn't just go hunt golden sculptulas i might go fishing or bug hunting i i mean who knows i mean fuck the world right i mean it's just ending i'd trade a flower for a pot or something and hopes to get a better item at some point that's what i would do yeah i mean who wouldn't want to get a bigger wallet before the apocalypse exactly. i mean come on link so, has his priorities crooked yeah it's it's whack so he essentially treats his quest to save the world as an upper class retreat what a dick i mean he goes shooting pheasants but he probably has this fill of birds from all the cuckoos he's abuses. Let's be real. True. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that Link is just, he's a dick about. Right. How can Link happily potter about doing trading subquests when poor Zelda is locked in some dank cell somewhere, probably being smacked around by some kind of moblins? And he's rude. He doesn't he speak. Rude. He, all he does is, yeah! Hi! Yeah! That's actually really good. Thank you. I thought it was pretty terrible. Not only do you sing well, you make awesome link noises. Thank you. He, he clearly understands what people are saying, but he doesn't answer them. He's just like, okay, talk to me. I'm just not going to answer you. Sorry, it's, protagonist. I don't even think it's like he doesn't know how to talk. Like, I feel like Link knows how to talk. He just, like, only exclusively communicates with it like that. And, it's all, and I think that, like, as the player, like, he only talks to those who he wants to because sometimes they're like what's that link and then other times it's like oh you said this like like he wants to talk but you can't hear him but like when he makes noises he's just exclusively rude so but i guess as long as he gets what he needs he has no time to waste talking to the idiots in hyrule right now he can just do what he wants <coughs> fuck everyone dick. else i mean as long what as what a dick yeah i mean link i i love legend of zelda games but i'm quickly slowly learning that it's not because link is the hero of time 
or wind or whatever he's the hero of and this of x installment right, of, exactly. of zelda so he's rude he's a serial procrastinator he abuses animals and he enjoys breaking and entering you know i've played a lot of zelda in my years and i've entered a lot of houses in zelda games with nobody home or with someone home either way he doesn't even knock yeah. he doesn't knock he doesn't ring the doorbell he didn't say hey it's link i'm coming in because he doesn't talk because he's rude Barges right in. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take this take this paragraph that I saw, and I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna everyone listening just kind of close your eyes and picture this scene. You're sitting at home. You had a long day at work. You just want to unwind, eat some dinner, maybe take a bath, strip down. Brother, you're taking a bath or just unwinding. You know you, that when you get home, if you're a woman, you take your bra off because you know you had a long day. You're a guy, you come home, take your shirt off, slip into your comfy pants, and suddenly, just as you get into this mindset to relax, a little kid in fucking weird green clothes bursts through your door without knocking, runs around, maybe gets all up in your face, smashes your flower pots, takes your hidden rupees, and leaves without a word. And if there's a crack in the wall, <laughs> he bombs your fucking house. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. So, I mean, naturally, you're going to feel violated. And shocked, you just sit there and cry, knowing full well you won't feel comfortable taking a bath while this madman is running around. What a dick! Yeah, this guy, he's hes an asshole. Breaking and entering, not cool, Link. And I think that kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with our next topic, Roger. Yeah, he's a, he's a vandal. Like you just said, he goes in your house, he breaks your pots, he doesn't care. Maybe that pot was a family heirloom. Maybe your great-great-grandma handed that down to you from generation to generation. This pot is worth millions of rupees. Maybe even that, or maybe even that pot is filled with your grandma's ashes. Link busts in. Yeah! Breaks it. Yeah, he doesn't even tell you he's going to break it because he's rude and doesn't Then talk. he Pegasus boots through your wall. <laughs> Pegasus boots through your wall. Link to the past, you know, he goes into this houses and just Pegasus boots right through. Then he steals out of your chests. Yeah, and everything that he does, if you notice... He rips apart your plants. He rolls into your crates and breaks them. He throws your pots. He does it for monetary gain. This guy is a vandal. He's a problem. This needs to be dealt with. Hyrule Police, HPD, get on the ball. Well, and then he goes outside and he uh, cuts down the bushes. Yeah, I mean, everything. You may have been tending those bushes for years. Yeah, Just I cut mean, through them. So I, I think this is a good point. And this isn't in the article. I think this is actually a good a good time to bring this up. We're talking about how big of a dick he is, and we're about halfway through this article. I want to bring something up. Roger, your favorite Zelda game, as I, I know you pretty well, is Link to the Past. Absolutely. So there's this little theory, and this kind of goes with the video game mythos, is that at the beginning of Link to the Past, you start out and you're, is it your grandpa or your uncle? I can't it's remember. your uncle. Your, your uncle's home. Your uncle. And he's like, I have to go do something. I have to go to the castle. I'll, I'll just stay here. And then what is it? The next day, he's not there that night. Not even then. You get right out of bed. Is it right he then? He leaves and you jump right out of bed. I thought there was like a there was like a syndicate time nope. or something like that. The past. He goes out the door, you jump out of bed, and you follow up. You, okay. you didn't listen to your uncle. You don't respect your elders. Yeah. Wow. Why are you even coming up with more? Doesn't listen to people above him. His elders are disrespected. What a disrespectful prick. So then, not only does he disrespect his uncle's wishes, he follows him against his wishes and goes to the castle. And then, you know what he tries to do? He goes to this castle. Now, 
people who play video games, you go there and it's like all these guys are the bad guys. You know, you, there's this random kid with a sword and shield running. Actually, at that point, he doesn't have the sword. But there's this random kid running up on the castle trying to break in. These guards are like, oh, stop there, trying to stop him from getting in. Protecting their queen and king or whoever lives in that castle. You find a way in. And what do you do? Your uncle gives you a sword. And what do you do when you see guards? You just, murder them. Just doing their job. You murder them. You murder the guards. You murder the poor helpless guards that aren't even under under agab. What is agonim? Agonim. Sorry, Ken. I always want to call them agonimnon or something like that. <laughs> you just yeah, you just start straight up killing guards. Yeah, and these people are just they're citizens of Hyrule doing their civic duty, and you as Link are just killing them. What a dick. What a dick. What a dick. So, um. Another thing that's, I don't, this doesn't make him a dick. It just makes him weird. And disgusting. Yeah. Link takes sustenance from organs. Yeah. He collects hearts to refill his health. So, hearts. He's always collected hearts to regain his health. And it's a common gaming, it, that's common gaming knowledge. But in the same way that everyone knows that Sonic loves rings and Mario has a thing for coins and mushrooms, which most drug dealers do, let's be real. Uh, but why has no one ever called into question the fact that Link uses organs to keep himself alive? That's pretty dark. He kills a monster and he takes their hearts. Yeah, I, I mean, are they human? Or are they from the monsters that he kills? We can tell ourselves they're magic hearts. Can we take a look at the extended problem here? When you're going to these people's houses and breaking their pots because you're already a dick, sometimes there's hearts in the pots. What the hell is wrong with people at Hyrule? Keeping so hearts this, in is, pots. this goes beyond Link. So you're saying this is a this is a pandemic for people in Hyrule? Apparently. It would make sense because Link is not a Kokiri child. He is a Hillian. Correct. So, I mean, maybe that's maybe, they're maybe all it's genetic. Maybe his parents were like serial killers, and he's just got a little piece of disrespect and murder streak all over the all over the place. Yeah. So he takes sustenance from human organs. I don't think that makes him a dick. That just makes him disgusting. So he's a disgusting dick. All right, uh, Roger, hit us with that next one. So he doesn't care about other people. Case in point, in Majora's Mask, you go into this town, and you help everybody, but then the world's going to get destroyed. So what do you do? You travel back in time and unhelp all of them. Yeah, and everyone knows, everyone knows that in time travel, when you leave, the timeline that you left is still there. All those people are still going to die. So really, not only does he not care about his fellow man, he's selfish. So he leaves that timeline to go to his new timeline where he survives and all those people live. So he literally spawns a whole other existence into existence just to feel good about the fact that he, quote unquote, saved everyone. And not to mention, when he creates the new existence, those people have the same problems. Yeah, like he, already, I mean, he already got his gain from them, so he doesn't care to help them again. Yeah, this this guy, like, this is getting worse and worse as it goes on. Pure like, evil. Realistically. Pure evil. Oh, man. So we talked about this just a couple seconds ago, about everything being for his personal gain. But this kind of goes beyond that. And now he's killing, like, these rare beasts for his personal gain. Just want to point this out. Um, when you fought those bosses in those Zelda games... Did you ever fight him twice? No. Not other than the original Zelda, you fought a couple of them twice. But I mean, that just that just goes to show that they probably didn't really die right. when you fought them. I mean, some of these beasts, the most of the big bosses in the Legend of Zelda games are minions of evil. You killed the the Dodongo King in Ocarina of Time. Yeah, and maybe they should be put down, quote unquote, for the good of the land. But not all of them are evil. 
On more than a few occasions, Link has set foot in a dungeon, and there's nothing more than a natural habitat for bats, which are just flying around, or other wild, slightly scary creatures. Why is he killing them? I mean, it's just like in real life. If I go around, like, beating the shit out of wild dogs, that would be heavily frowned upon, wouldn't it? But guess Absolutely. what? Those wild dogs, not domesticated dogs, those wild dogs are just looking for food, are scared that I'm in their territory. And me going around beating them is senseless and rude. So he kills rare beasts from personal gain, in my opinion, anyway. So uh, this next one is, uh, I just want to warn everybody ahead of time, they are currently working on a remake of Link's Awakening. It comes out later this year on Nintendo Switch. So this next part is spoilers. And I'm going to read the paragraph provided in this article because it sums it up very well. Basically, he destroys an entire island. He finds himself on a pretty pleasant, but maybe a little boring island. Nothing wrong is happening here. The island is just fine. There's no big bad haunting the island. Everybody's living a peaceful, peachy life. It's blessed with lots of unique and charming inhabitants. And of course, Link wants to go home. He doesn't want to be on this island. And what Link wants, we've already established, Link gets. <laughs> he eventually learns the entire island is actually the dream of a giant magic fish. I'm not making this up. Uh, but the people on the island are still as real as him. Well, relatively speaking, because, you know, video game. Uh, and even though he knows that waking up the magic fish will destroy the dream and therefore destroy the entire island and all the peaceful inhabitants, what's he do? He goes and does it anyways. <laughs> so he just kills everybody there. Dead. They're all dead. Just so he can go home. What an asshole. Dick. Like What a dick. <laughs> what a dick. I... I uh... I, I'm glad that we've t we touched on that point. There were children on that island. Yeah, Link Link doesn't care. Like, like you said, he, he gave this little girl a Yoshi doll at the beginning of that game, and then he kills her. Wow. Like like you said it, you said it best. What Link wants, Link gets. And I I saved the best for last here, and the reason is is because we've touched on this point when we actually talked about uh, Navi back in episode one of Video Game Mythos. So. This last point, and it actually saddens me greatly because of Navi, Link kidnaps and murders fairies. Come on. Yep. That statement alone should be enough to convince you what a piece of shit Link really is. But we should expand on this. Fairies have been a tool for healing Link's health since the very first Zelda game. He comes in contact with the fairy and they vanish. But where do these fairy fairies go once they've healed Link? Mm, do they vanish back home? No. Grow up, people. These fairies give their lives to heal Link, and he callously mows through them like they're fucking Cadbury cream eggs. <coughs> In later Zelda games, he even utilizes bottles and nets to call to capture multiple innocent fairies just so he can save himself when he screws up. You only need to look at the fairies in Wind Waker when Zelda... Oh my god. You only need to look at the fairies in Wind Waker when Link captures them in the bottle. They do not want to be there at all. They literally have little tears on their face. They do. They're crying when they're in the bottle. You can see it on the screen. It's plain as day. And that's like when we talk about it can be heavily inferred in Ocarina of Time. Whenever a fairy is called into existence by the Great Deku Tree, it is called into existence to live the entirety of its life with a uh, Kokiri child because they live forever. When Navi was called into existence to spend its days with Link to assist 
and ensuring that Hyrule would be safe from Ganon. Navi knew, and that's why she was a little upset about it, she knew that she was cheated. Her life was cut short because she knew that being assigned to someone who was mortal would mean that her existence was cut short. What a dick. <coughs> what a dick. Plain and simple, what a dick. And these fairies who have escaped that, that fate and are living out in Hyrule and get captured by Link for the sole purpose of consuming their souls to save his mortal own. What a dick. What a dick. That's all I have about why Link is a dick. I, and I don't think you need any more any more proof here. He abuses animals. He's rude as hell. He doesn't respect his elders. He's the antagonist secretly. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. He, he literally murders people in Hyrule who are just doing their jobs. Hero of Hyrule, my ass. Yeah, I, I will hero Hyrule your ass. Thank you. I appreciate I that. will vandalize your ass. Do it. No <laughs> balls. You won't. All right. This has been another episode of Video Game Mythos and a kind of weird one at that. I appreciate you all taking the time to check out this content. We'll be back next week where we are going to jump back into the StarCraft lore that you all love so much. Thank you, Roger, for joining me here today. Thank you, Michael. And I hope you all have enjoyed another episode of Video Game Mythos.